Hello and welcome to my podcast, The Secrets of an Astro Shamanic Healer. My name is Mehal Mahipal and I'm a practicing Astro Shamanic Healer. At the moment, I am the only third level degree Astro Shamanic Healer in all of the UK. The purpose of this podcast is to introduce more people to the Astro Shamanic Healing practice, but also show you how you can help yourself by implementing some of these very simple but powerful methods and tools. I have structured the podcast in 10 different episodes, which you can listen to in which way you want. But I would recommend you start with the first one, followed by the second and the third and so on. The podcast will be educational, informational. At the same time, I will also be inviting guests and other shamanic practitioners or healers to share their story, to share their insights and also furthermore to introduce you to different forms of shamanic healing. In our modern society, we are facing some very complex challenges. We just lived through a recent pandemic experience economic crisis, cost of living crisis and climate change. And a lot of those challenges are man-made and some of them are out of our control. All of them have to do with survival as human beings or even as a species. Those challenges have massive impact on our mental, emotional well-being and causes an ongoing threat of stress to our system. Back in the days when ancient cultures were around, they used to have a shaman or medicine man. It was their magic religious practitioner, especially in tribal communities. The role of those practitioners was not only to heal those who were sick, but also to restore balance, create rituals for good harvest and successful hunting. By calling in the spirits of the heavens and the land, the shaman was able to communicate the concerns, the fears, the worries, and the hopes of a tribe. This common belief that the shaman had abilities and power to connect with spirits and ask for their blessings was of great reassurance to the tribe people. They trusted the shaman's work. Today we live in a much more complex society not only are we globally connected and dependent, but also there are so many more spiritual healers and practitioners out there. Mediums, witches, priests, sorcerers, all sorts of healers beside a shamanic practitioner. While our challenges have somewhat remained the same, the fear of survival, our approach to deal with them has changed. We now give our power and trust to the government to figure 
things out for us. However, not all of the government has done this successfully and more and more people don't believe they ever will. This creates a lot of tension, frustration, depression, anger and fear. We have lost our connection to the natural world who has served us well till this day. Shamanic work allows you to reconnect and restore not only your personal power, but also your connection with the natural world. Shamanic techniques are over 30,000 years old. They have been there before any religion any government or any other governing body has ruled the earth. In traditional cultures, a shaman is either chosen by the spirit when he or she needs to overcome obstacles on his or her healing journey to trust and follow the call. Those obstacles are often referred to as the wounded healing journey or the wounded healer, as we know it like Chiron in astrology. Allowing a person to work themselves through illness or disease, to trust this journey that one day they will be healed and whole again, requires a lot of determination discipline, and energy. Not everyone is made for this path. Not everyone is willing to walk this path. A shaman is initiated in many different forms. An illness or a healing crisis could be one of those initiations. Other shamans maybe experience a vision and they set out on a vision quest for many years to find out about its purpose. In more tribal ancient communities, a shaman was born, not made, which meant that the next generation had to take on the tasks from their elders if they wanted or not. However, today initiations can happen in different ways and so-called spiritual awakening are different for anyone. To be trained in shamanic tradition, it's a long and painful path and it requires a lot of sacrifices. Therefore, it's definitely not for everyone. I personally always knew that I was different. I felt, saw and heard things other people couldn't. Connecting with the spirit world was something very naturally to me. My first awakening 
and realization of my abilities was from a very early age. I always remembered my past life and urged my parents to send me back to England, where I used to live. Those memories were frequently flooded by impressions of psychic nature. However, my parents did not understand what I was going through, which created a lot of separation between us. I started isolating myself, feeling overwhelmed by the everyday realities, commitments and responsibilities. I felt that I couldn't function in a normal world the way I was. I wasn't able to do what other kids were doing because for me everything was so much more intense. When I was nine years old, I witnessed a horrible crime. Just by looking at a picture of a missing girl, I suddenly, very detailed, was able to relive what happened to her. And I even saw where she was buried and who did these things to her. For a very long time, I kept this experience to myself. I was too scared to talk about what I experienced and worried that I wouldn't be believed. Far too shocked and confused to tell anyone about it. When I was 11, I had a dream which put me on a journey of 15 years traveling around the world to find out about its meaning. During that time, I also studied Western and Chinese astrology. You can read more about this in my book, Unlocking Psychic Potential. This journey finally led me to study psychic development for over 10 years at the Arthur Findlay College in England. And I developed my psychic abilities to a very high level. I then trained for six years under an elderly shaman who introduced me to the world of shamanic healing and astrology. At this moment in time, I'm the only practicing astro-shamanic healer with a third-level degree in the UK. It's a very complex study, astro-shamanic healing. And for many people, it's maybe even too complex and too challenging to set out on this path. However, I do believe that everybody can learn how to heal themselves using certain techniques and methods that I will show you. Not necessarily you need to become the next astro-shamanic healer, but you can apply those principles just up in yourself. 
Out of everything I learned so far on my spiritual path, the people I trained with, the books I wrote and read, I created my own healing system. Today I would like to introduce you to a simple form of astro-shamanic healing and explain a little bit more how it works and what we actually do. Astro-shamanic healing is based on three simple ingredients. Number one, intention. Number two, time. And number three, tools. Using all of these three ingredients in the right way will create a powerful healing space. Intention. Before any healer can perform a ritual or a healing session, it's utterly important to have the right mindset or intention. If you are confused or you're doubting what you're doing or you don't believe in the connection with the spirit world or the divine, your healing powers will be limited and blocked. To set an intention is not something that's really difficult to do but it's definitely something that needs to be trained to be done well. So what is an intention? An intention is a specific mindset that I hold before I conduct the healing. This can include motivation for healing, the reason for healing, asking for divine guidance, blessings, mindset to make it successful, and to be convinced that you are able to heal. So this kind of energy really is the source where all your power stems from. If your mind is not in the right place, your healing will not work successfully. It's important that you train yourself in intention setting through meditation and reflection. You will need to learn to build a strong connection with the spirit world and the divine, as well as know how to access your higher self. Without this basic functionality, nothing will be achieved. But don't worry, in the course of this podcast, I will teach you how to set intention successfully. Timing. The right timing will accelerate and empower your healing. It allows you to do a sacred action in alignment with the universe. If healing is conducted at the right time, we will not only heal quicker, but we will enhance our healing 
powers naturally. We receive support from the universe and the energies. Some of us don't give much attention to healing at the right time. Shamanic healers do, and astro-shamanic healers even more so. We use an important astrological timing to conduct the healing session or hold a ceremony. To find the right timing, we need to have knowledge of astrology and their calendars, as well as we need to choose the right timing in alignment with the disease or the illness that needs to be cured. You can do healing and not consider the right timing, but then it might be a little bit more difficult. You need to use extra energy or you might need to have more sessions to have the same effect. Tools. Shamanic healers use healing tools which they have acquired in a long process of working with spirit. Those tools are mainly made of natural material. Those tools have been activated in a sacred ritual and agreed to be used for healing purpose. A shaman knows that everything contains spirit. Therefore, we need to treat it with respect and care. Those tools will be chosen in harmony with the timing as well as its power to assist to heal a specific ailment. This form of healing is different to faith spiritual or Reiki healing, where healers mostly channel healing energy. A shaman is also a channel for healing energy. At the same time, he uses tools and the right timing as well as the intention to accelerate and empower the healing. If you've ever worked in healing before or you have experience in spiritual healing or faith healing or Reiki healing, you might gonna came to a point where you experienced that you either were doubting if the healing would work, if you would give it yourself or even if you receive healing. If you're practicing healing and you're not using any tools, you might came to a point where you felt really exhausted after giving healing. And this is actually the problem with a lot of modern healers by not using tools, and many of them not receive the right training. Those people are exhausting themselves while they're doing healing, which means they're partly channeling universal healing energy. At the same time, they're using some of their own life force energy to manipulate and heal the energy field of someone else's. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just those healers 
will be really exhausted after a certain period of time. At the same time, with this form of healing, they might experience that they're suddenly taking on their client's illness or disease because they're not using tools, they're not using the right timing and they're not using the right intention. I have worked with so many healers over the years and I have been doing so hundreds over hundreds of hundreds of healings and I am trained in Reiki healing as well as well as in spiritual healing and I really know the difference. I've never experienced something so powerful as shamanic healing and I want to put it down to these three simple ingredients of intention, time and tools. It doesn't mean that spiritual healing or Reiki healing or faith healing is the wrong healing. It's a very powerful healing practice. It's very worthy to go to see those healers because they have really good intentions when they give healing. The problem only arises, as I said, when those healers sacrifice too much of their own energy trying to help others because they have not learned how to do healing in the right way where you're not absorbing your client's problems, where you are not draining yourself of life force energy and where you really allow spirit to work with you, not only through you. To really find out how powerful astro-shamanic healing sessions are and what they can do for you, I suggest that you experience this for yourself. Book yourself an astro-shamanic healing session and find out the power that it actually holds. In my sessions, I work with people from all over the world from my sacred space at home. I only offer distant healing sessions, so I'm able to provide healing to anybody, no matter where they are in the world. I'm very proud of the work I do and being able to offer such powerful and transformational sessions to others. Even more though, I hope this podcast helps to shine a light on the possibilities of astro-shamanic healing and will help you to use some of its tools or methods that you can apply in your everyday life to live a more aligned life in harmony with the universe and with your authentic self.